Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm also Lisa. Oh my God, we're both Lisas. It's a Lisas of Leisure. I love it. So this is also our first time that we're doing a Skype. Welcome. I can see your face and I can hear you. Excellent. Too bad the listeners at home can't see our lovely faces. Oh, but if they check out the Instagram, they can see maybe a throwback to when we were in a sorority together. What? I may have some Lisa squared pictures. Maybe one of the times that we wore a costume to an event that did not call for wearing a costume. Ooh, how many times did we go just dressed up as theme days just to random get together? Sometimes our friends. So we met in college, my sophomore year, Sigma Alfiota, a women's music fraternity. And at one of the rush events, it was the roller skating one. Here comes roller skating up someone I didn't meet at the time because she was in, was it France, Italy? Where were you? Yeah. Paris. Yes. So then I got to meet you and boy, was it a meeting. Yes. And they had told me there was another Lisa. So I pledged the spring semester of my freshman year. And then the next semester I went to Paris and that was when you pledged. So then when I came back in the spring, everyone in SAI is like, oh, there's another Lisa. And at first I was like, what? Who is this person? Who is this? Yes. And then I met you and I was like, oh, we should have been friends this whole time. Exactly. Do you remember the first time that we hung out, just the two of us? Oh, it was it at your apartment that we hung out? I don't think so. I think it was on the quad. Okay. And this was at James Madison University quad where the fancy people hung out. Exactly. And we found out that our favorite Sailor Scout is Sailor Jupiter. Oh my God, Sailor Jupiter, because she loves to bake and yet she is a like kick, kicks the butt of bullies, right? Exactly. She was tall, brunette, and, loved green and thunder and lightning. Exactly. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then like, you actually look like Sailor Jupiter. Thank you for that. I hold that in my heart all the time. <laughs> I always get that people tell me I look like Sailor Mercury. What? Rude. Because it's like the way like my like bangs, like my bangs do like the kind of like split and like the little like, I mean, she she does have cute hair. Yeah. Yeah. My hair like hers. And then we also discovered maybe not that first time, but I feel like it might have been that we loved the Green Ranger slash <gasps> White Ranger. Oh my gosh. And past couple podcasts, I've been talking about how we're re-watching the Power Rangers. And gosh, Tommy is so great, but only as the Green Ranger. For sure. And then on Netflix, but- they have a episode, Toys That You Fell In Love With, and they have a special on Power Rangers. And for some reason, Johnny Solo wanted to watch that. So I put it on and it has cameos of why the green ranger was so much better than the white ranger and why they had to change it because of licensing and they wanted more toys i was like oh of course you did oh so good yeah the green ranger was definitely where it's at 
Yeah. So basically we love things green. And then we ended up being Lisa squared in Sigma Alpha We were ridiculous because every quarter we had to perform in front of our sorority. And you were actually good at performing in front of people. You like could sing. I instead would do something nutty because I could only play the tuba at the time. And that wasn't a thing I could easily do. So you and I would usually team up and basically make fun of ourselves while the rest of the music theater majors like saying, what was the, what was, oh, Into the Woods. They would always sing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. But so many good times. So anyway, we chose you. Oh, but we, we stayed friends. How many years has it been? (sighs) Let's not add up the years. We've been friends since undergrad. We've been friends a long time. Exactly. Let's not think about how old we actually are. Yeah, let's not think about that. And then I moved back out here and you even like allowed me to take Johnny Solo down to visit you, which is... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so we've been friends for years and we're the type of friends that we can like hit each other up once a year and like leave off where we like started or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, I'm actually going out to dinner for my birthday tonight. I was just going to say, I was celebrating your birthday this week. Yeah, and we're going to the restaurant that was actually the first restaurant that Johnny ever went to. (gasps) Oh, get excited. Yes. Oh, well, you're going to enjoy the food. He did, obviously. (laughs) And then one of the packs we've had with each other for like the last year was maybe last two years, I think we've gone on two years, almost writing each other every day. Yes. Like not more than usually a couple days goes by. And usually it's because we either have nothing to say or something like we're sick or on vacation or something. Exactly. And sometimes it's a little longer. Sometimes it's just a few sentences. Right. But we kind of, we had talked about doing like phone calls and then we're like, you know what? If we do email, then it's like we don't both have to be available at the same time as each other. Right. And then recently we've decided, and I believe this will go into our word of the week, the Skype where we Skype now on Sunday afternoons and we try to fit in a crafty project so that we can actually say we've finished something together. Yes. Because you're probably my craftiest of friends. This is probably true. I love how you sighed like, oh, it's a burden to bear. (laughs) It (laughs) is. And like, it's really hard. I feel like you're the same as me, that we're very creative people and we're very crafty, but we're not actually like that artistically skilled. (laughs) We like to dabble in things. (laughs) Yeah. And like, but but we have that like really frustrating where it's like, we're aware of what we want something to look like, but we're not quite capable of making it look like that. Yes, correct. <laughs> but we still enjoy ourselves. Like we don't like, like all like go to make something and I'm like, well, at, at least no one else who looks at it knows that that was not what I meant for this to look like. Uh, exactly. I also remember we have very, we can manage our expectations super well. 
One of them was we were going to have a reunion party. We sent an email out to a lot of people in Northern Virginia who live here. We're sorority sisters. You came up for a weekend. We're going to make this happen. We sent out the invite. It looked like 20 people were going to come. A thunders- yeah, there were there were so many people who said they were going to come and there were a lot of maybes. I think, was there like a hurricane there or was something? A, there was a thunderstorm that rolled through. And I want to say there was something bad about it. But it was like you and me here. And then all of a sudden, it got close. And we were like, I don't... I, I'd be okay if no one came, actually. Because we ended up watching YouTube videos of crafty people redoing their houses in like strange and bizarre ways. And then doing yep. Pinterest fails. And then we started making our own earrings. And we we're like, we're going to have to clean all this up if people come. And we had all the food yep. ready. So we started just opening up food. And then, surprise, no one did show up. It was honestly one of the best parties ever. <laughs> and we were all like, you know what? This would be a fail to most people to throw a party and have no one come. And yet... We are okay with this. This is a beautiful we, time. We were like so happy that no one was there. <laughs> and Alex was so confused right? that we were not, we were actively not upset that we were like, this is so amazing. We get all the party food to ourselves. We get to just watch videos that we want to watch instead of randomly catching up with people that we haven't seen in a long time. And we it was amazing. We didn't take it personally either. We we're like that. That happens. Things happen. It's fine. Life is fine. It's great. Easy. <laughs> so that being said, I asked you a while back, could you commit to a word of the week? Because you're one of my favorite people. You also have a great name, and you came up with what was the word? Completion. All right. Tell me a little bit more about why you chose this for us. Okay, so this is my word at the summer solstice. I picked this word, actually, to be like my like focus for the coming year. Yes. So I've been kind of like, I like think of it. It's actually, I'll use it as like a password for things with, you know, like some numbers as the letters and that kind of thing. But like, so then like every time I like type in my password... I'm like, completion, completion. Because I am also an idea fairy. (laughs) So I will come up with all these amazing ideas. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to do this. And I'll like save things for these future projects that I'm definitely going to do just any day now. I'm going to do this like huge project. So I have like a massive amount of clothing that I'm going to sew dog clothes out of for my dog. Yeah. So that's been about seven years now of saving clothing and I have (laughs) not. So I sewed things once for him with my grandmother, but she helped me a lot because she sews really fast because I mean she's been doing it for years and years so just that she like helped me cut the things out helped me pin them and then repin them because I would do them the opposite way that you're supposed to multiple times and then she would I sewed part of it and then like there's like the harder parts to sew and she would take it and sew it so things that would take me like three hours she could do in like 40 seconds yes 
So anyway, but that I was like, no, to- I'm going to like teach myself how to like do it better and I'm going to practice and it has not happened. And that goes back to us saying, well, we dabble in things. So when we pick it up once every blue moon, we're like, oh, weird. I thought I was an expert in sewing, but yet I haven't done it in a year and a half. And I wasn't great then. Weird that I haven't yeah. suddenly gotten better. And I'm also very bad about like, I'll get like 95% done with something. And then like, just like abandon it. Yes. And I'll like keep being like, oh, I need to finish this. So like, I'll like do a cross stitch and be like almost done. And then I'm just like, just like that last little push to finish it. And I'm just like, why? What is Mm. wrong with you? Like, just do it and finish it. And then you're done. I don't know. It's like I like to torture myself or something. But so anyway, I was like completion is the word to just actually follow through and finish things. And so quick, funny story about the word completion at my work, I work at a university. So I work, I work with students, but then my colleagues, we were putting together a workshop for this program that we support where they have to put together e-portfolios, which is, like websites, we use Wix, so like the Ladies of Leisure website, but it's for like a personal website. Thanks for that shout out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ladies of Leisure.net, right? Dot net, because dot com yeah. was three thousand dollars. <laughs> dot net was twelve. <laughs> but so we did we were doing this event and it's they have to do this e-portfolio before they graduate. So We're planning the event to help the graduating seniors. We do it each semester. And we thought it should be a completion workshop. And some of my colleagues were like, we can't call it completion. What? And we're like, why? And they're like, because it's like, it's like a word for like, like orgasm, like finishing, like, (laughs) we're like, okay, one Yes, that is a possible word you can use for that. Do I think that (laughs) undergraduate college students think of that when they hear the word completion? No, I think that's something middle-aged ladies think of. Yes, yeah. So anyway, completion. (laughs) I'm glad you chose completion then for that reason, for its dirty connotation. Exactly. So other meanings of completion. I didn't focus on any of those this week. All right. So we'll keep the, we'll keep the explicit rating off this episode then. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you do on completion? This is your first word of the week. I know it was my first word of the week. You let me pick it. I did. I, I was bold and daring. And I did not do very well. So, so I took I, I took the quiz and I did get questioner of the it's Oh the four tendencies upholder. by Gretchen yeah, Rubin. The four tendencies. Yeah. So what are the four upholder? Obliger, rebel, Obliger. and questioner. And rebel okay. are the people I don't understand. So some people who listen to this, like we gave a shout out to Dave Blakesley for one whole podcast. He came back and told me that I was a rebel or he was a rebel. I was like, I don't understand how you function. He's like, we all don't understand how I function. 
<laughs> and so I'm not surprised you got rebel. The upholder are those beautiful people who do everything and you don't understand yeah. why. And then obliger so are the ones that do everything for other people, not themselves. And then they blow up in an epic way. And I am definitely not that. No, definitely not that. So I did get questioner, but I feel like I'm questioner with some rebel tendencies. I could see that. Yeah, because like most of the time, you know, if some someone asked me to do something, if it makes sense, I just do it and it's no big deal. If I decide I want to do something, I do it. Like New Year's resolutions, giving up something for Lent, it's like not that big of a deal for me. But then sometimes, like this week, I knew completion was the word and I had specific things I wanted to complete. And I would think about it and I just was like... <laughs> No. Would it make you feel better if everything I completed this week happened today? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Right. Okay. (laughs) I like. So one. So one of the things that happened, I went to work on Monday. I go in my office. So I have an office, but I. Look at you bragging about an office. But I also like, I like run a studio where like my student workers, that's where they give tutoring for the Mm e-portfolios. But so anyway, like I go to my actual office and the computer's not on (laughs) and like, I'm like, I'm like doing the button and it just like did not turn on. Oh. So like my computer wouldn't come on. (laughs) So that's one fire way of just ruining your entire day. I had one of those things happen where... Our Verizon Fios, which is also how we have Disney Plus and all the things, is just out. I'm hoping it gets fixed tomorrow. But I took about an hour to deal with that and like realize it's not something I can fix. It's probably some blow up thing. But just that so, like small thing, it put me in a terrible mood. It put me like just out of frame of like artistic mind to get anything done. So yeah, like having your computer not work, done. And, like, I have my office, like, really cute and set up, but the way I have it set up, it's, like, one whole wall has stuff on it. Like, I have my little fridge and the desk. So, like, and I have, like, plants and, like, knickknacks. I mean, you know us. We love our knickknacks. Oh, my God. So many knickknacks. Lejana points it out every time she comes to my house. (laughs) (laughs) But, so, like... I like had to pull out the fridge. I took everything off of the desk and, you know, like I pull it out and I was like trying different cords to see if maybe it's just the cord and not the computer. But then, so like everything's all pulled out. So like now my office isn't like set up how I normally have it anymore. And then I work at a big university. So that means that you have to call ITS, which is the best. Yeah, so usually it's like a day before they come back with their message where it's like, we've assigned this to the appropriate team. And then it's another day or two before someone actually contacts you about it. So Thursday, someone finally came to get my computer. But so up until then, (laughs) I've just had no computer in my office. And I mean, most of us know... A lot of our job is done on a computer. Yes. So then I had to go hang out basically in the studio with the, you know, with my student workers and use a computer down there. I literally wouldn't know what my day looked like if my computer didn't tell me. Like when I go into work, if my outlook is out, I'm like, well, there goes all the meetings. I don't know where they are. 
or who they're with. It's going to be a surprise. I hope it's at my desk. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, that, th- that threw off like my completing any like work projects and that kind of thing. It was just everything was thrown off. Got it. So not to make excuses, but that definitely did not help my completion week. And then I was just always like exhausted when I came home because I was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. And, and I got stuck late at work a couple of nights. So I think Monday through Wednesday, I didn't get home till like seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. So then I was like, well, it's almost time for me to go to bed. So I didn't complete anything and then, on any of the days. And then it's also not like you're regular tired. You and I have been talking for a few months that you're, you just found out through getting a Fitbit or putting it back on that you were getting four hours of sleep. Yes. Is that still the case? Yes. Okay. So my sleep is basically like between two and four hours of restless and then four to six hours, you know, depending on how long I managed to sleep of actual sleep. Okay. And did you kind of want to say why? You don't have to say why. we. Could. Oh, yeah. So... I had an ovarian cyst, so not fibroids like Slajana, but still total yuck. Yeah. So it was last December, and I... You got health insurance for the first time. Yeah, so I just (laughs) got health insurance for the first time in a really, really, really long time. Oh, that actually goes with one of my completion things. So oh, make a note and remind me in like five or 10 minutes to go back to that. <laughs> so I made, you know, like my appointment with the gyno because like I just had like, you know, when like things just aren't quite right, you, knew but you don't really know what's wrong. Yeah, you knew something was not going to go well, but you're like, well, now that I have a copay now instead of, you know. Something, it was, yeah, something can well, be wrong. I mean, it's been like, it had been like years and years of where I'm like, there's definitely something wrong with me, but it doesn't seem like it's like life-threatening or, you know what I mean? Like, right. I was like, it can wait, it can wait. But at that point, I'd put it off for like years and years and years. But so like right before I was going, like maybe like a couple weeks before my scheduled appointment, I was just like like just like in pain and I was like I think there's actually something really wrong and I might have you know some hypochondriac tendencies <laughs> so my mom and my sister were making fun of me they're like oh ha, 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 yeah right because I am definitely one of those people like if I feel kind of under the weather and I get and you know like my neck stiff at all I'm like it's obviously meningitis and I'm about to die <laughs> So you tried to tap that down this time. Yeah, like, like, and it's like, I know it's not, but then I only like, there's like still like 10% of me that's like, but it could be. Yeah. Like it could be that. I don't think it is, but it could be like, it still like pops in my head. Or like, if I have a really bad headache, I'm like, I definitely have a brain tumor. (laughs) 
<laughs> like for sure. And then I'm like, well, probably not, but it still could be a brain tumor. Well, and I was I, like, it's probably just an undiagnosed brain tumor. And I'm reading Jim Gaffigan's wife book, Jeannie Gaffigan's book, the the pear-shaped tumor that was growing in her brain. And she like, oh, the reason I'm dizzy in these high heels is I never wear high heels. Oh, the reason I've had migraines is because I have five kids and all these things. But when she lost hearing out of an ear... And she said like to a doctor, oh, can you, can, can you say it in my good ear? They're like, how long have you not heard out of that? And sure enough, she had a tumor. So just saying, don't exactly. wipe everything away, which I'm sure you're about to say on why your hypochondriac tendency served you well. Exactly. But so basically it was like, I had like gotten my period and I had this really bad pain on the left side. And then like when I finished my period, I still had the pain. And I was like, well, that's weird. I'm like, that, that is definitely unusual for it to be almost as painful now. I thought it was just related to the period. So I went and, you know, like I'm describing it and stuff. And luckily I went to someone who she was like, she was like, honestly, it probably isn't anything, but let's go ahead and like do an ultrasound just to be sure. And then they did the scheduled the ultrasound. And then when they did the ultrasound, she was like, okay, so there is something. So basically, my whole left ovary was a cyst. And it was like softball size. And they're supposed, they're normally, I think, like, like golf ball size. Yeah. So he, it was a super duper. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was not good. So she was like, well, this kind of cyst, basically what you can do is you can wait and see, like schedule another ultrasound in like two or three months, or you can just go ahead and like schedule a surgery to get it taken out. So I was like, you know what? Just get rid of it. I don't want it. Yeah. Because it's one of those things like I've never planned on having kids, never wanted to have kids. So really, I'm like, you can take it all. I don't care. And you had to say that quite a few number of times to people. Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) And luckily, this was happening when I'm in like my mid 30s, because I feel like if I was in my mid 20s and saying this they would have believed me even less than they did. Got it. Because like, you know, your mid-30s, you're already getting closer to when you wouldn't be be able to have children anyway. So I guess they were kind of like, eh, all right, we'll we'll let her decide for herself. But so I scheduled the surgery. And then like by the time I had the surgery, like the month leading up to the surgery, like I could barely walk at that point. Wow. Yeah. And then when they did the surgery, it had like doubled in size from the, I got the surgery in the middle of February and we'd done the ultrasound the beginning of December and it was twice the size it was in the middle of February from, so like in like two and a half months. Wow. That's crazy. So I was glad I had already scheduled the surgery and not just done the ultrasound. But so when he got in there, there was like very serious endometriosis in there on top of having the cyst. So that explains some of like other pain I've been having for a long, long time. 
So I was like, okay, well. Let's just take care of it. Exactly. I was like, let's just, let's just get it taken out. Let's just do a hysterectomy. So I'm thinking, I'm like, this is really smart. Let me do this hysterectomy. And I went and got that done in July. Well, and that's when I, I saw get you. it done with the original surgeon because he was like opposed to it personally. He didn't want to do it. So I was like, okay, well, I don't ever want to talk to you again. Right. So I went to a different surgeon who was willing to do it. So I still have the one ovary, but I didn't know until I was like, I was like in the scrubs laying in the bed about to be wheeled back. And the surgeon tells me as he's like walking out of the room, well, just so you know, you might still have to do like some hormone replacement therapies and stuff, even if you have the one ovary. And I was like, wait, wait, what? Like, what are you, what? And he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, like removing the uterus can still have like, you know, like effects on on your hormones pretty severely and you're like that's fantastic i was like that that's great that would have been excellent information to have leading up to the surgery and in deciding whether or not i should have it cool so and ever since the surgery i've had sleeping issues so not only is this all very traumatic on your body, because d- didn't they say you might have early onset menopause from it? Yeah. So like basically like if they take, if they take the other ovary, it's like definite, it's definite that you have actual menopause, but then it's like, if, if they leave it in there, I guess just the hangs uterus out. still like affects your hormones And then, like, you can also have where, like, basically you're, like, still hormonally having a period. You're just not bleeding. And so you're living a beautiful life right now. Oh, yeah. Just just hanging on to that one ovary. Which one was the ovary's name? I don't know if I ever named it. I feel like I did. I thought it was, like, Laverne Laverne and Shirley or something like that. That was my bad. Oh if I my thought that. gosh, you're right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Laverne was the left one. Yeah. <laughs> of the L. You're Do we right. know which you're one's left right. then? <laughs> Do we know which one's still hanging out? Shirley. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. all right. Shirley, sure. Shirley's still, still hanging on for dear life. <laughs> because when they took the uterus, they took, he also took like a pretty big cyst that was on the outside of the right ovary. Oh man. Well, surely you're not long for this human. I know. I'm like, come on, Shirley. (laughs) Like you are holding on for dear life. Like you're trying to act like you still work correctly. Just because everyone's jumping off the cliff doesn't mean you need to. Not everyone needs a cyst to be cool. Like she's still acting like she's young and cool. And I'm like, you are broken. (laughs) Just let it go. Just go put on your comfy shoes and hang out for a while. (laughs) Exactly. But so I am actually doing much, much better than I was like the first like two, probably like two months afterwards, because it was beginning of July. So really, it's only been like, what is that like? four or five months yeah. like it hasn't even been six months since then yeah. so we'll kind of see how it goes but so you know going back to some of the other lady of leisure guest speakers 
while you're trying to do completion, it's also you're trying to do completion on very little sleep with a full-time job and only Shirley is helping you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to be a lot more like you where like I would get up between five and six in the morning and do stuff. Feeling rested, like that's just kind of like my normal time to wake up. And I would do things, you know, like that's when I would do most of my chores, get things done, because that's when I f- usually used to feel the best. And then it's like basically I feel good when I'm like first up. And then it's like each progressive hour, I get like more and more and more tired. Yeah. Like I am definitely a full on morning person. Like, by like 1 p.m., I'm done. Yeah, I even felt that today. Like I had a really high peak before like 9 a.m. I was like, look at all these things I got done. You know, all the things that I need for completion. And then by like 12, all like two boys and me are on the couch, like basically falling asleep because we're like, yep, that's that's the time of day. I just find that I I can't keep it going like past a certain time. And now we're back up because we're being extroverts right now. Yes. Yeah. And I'll get like really mad at myself if I'm, if it's like a day where I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a lot done, especially like a weekend day. But I like Peter out. If I'm, if I'm too lazy early on in the day, like that's it. Yeah. So I have to like, I'm like, okay. You this have is to your do energy it. time. Like you got to do it at, you know, like 7am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so did you complete anything? <sighs> I mean, one, you're completing your first podcast today. Good job. There you go. <laughs> so one of the things I should have completed that I still haven't completed is a birth sampler cross stitch. <laughs> How old is the for child? For my niece. <laughs> Who was born on February 1st? Uh, you know, it's still good. Still good. Within the first year, within the first year is totally fine. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I keep telling myself. But she lives in Florida and I'm going to visit for Thanksgiving. And I'm like, you, you got to do it before Thanksgiving. Like, come on, man. Yeah. And it's one of those. It's like 95% done. Yes. It's like when I send you your birthday present and it doesn't actually show up on your birthday because I'm like, oh, I'll fit in one last thing. No, it will be sent this week though. Don't you worry. We're doing a podcast of completion that will be complete tomorrow. Yes. Maybe next day. (laughs) Okay. Well, so I did pretty good. Were there other things on your list though? So you had the birth sampler. Were there other things you said work projects? Oh yes. So the story relating to me not having health insurance. So when I was a student, when I was a master's student, I tried using health insurance, like the student health insurance. And then I went to the doctor, to the gynecologist, because I was like, there's something wrong even back then. And then the insurance didn't work. Okay. So then I got like a bill for like $600, even though I'd paid like $1,000 for this health insurance for like three months. So... Like, they kept telling me, like, my mom and my mom's friend who worked at the place, they kept telling me, like, no, like, you shouldn't pay it. Like, you need to figure it out with the health insurance company. So I would call the health insurance company and LabCorp, and every time I called, they would tell me something different. 
Good. That makes you feel and confident. I multiple times where they were like, okay, everything's situated. Like, you know, like it'll go through and then it wouldn't go through. So anyway, it went into collections and like for a long time I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just like let it hang out there and eventually it'll fall off. And then this week I was like, okay, no, I'm ready to get rid of that. So I just paid it and it's off. It's dead to you now. So like, and I mean, that's my only like, you know, like bad credit thing. So like it's done. So I did that. And speaking of credit things, so I froze all of my credit reports. Did you? Yes. That has been on my to-do list for like, it was very, very red on my Habitica. I, I've been thinking about doing that. And did you find it to be easy? It was like the quickest thing ever. Like I was like embarrassed (laughs) at how quick and easy it was and how long I've had it on my list thinking about it. That's how long I I looked at two Habitica things. So Habitica is the app that we used to be in the same party. I'm not anymore. I do, however, have a second character now because with my new phone that I had to get, it wouldn't let me get onto Habitica normally. And so I what? actually had, yeah. So now I have two characters. So guess who could be in your party if you want? You know what? Well, I- how does that, how does that work? Do you have like, are you doing one where you're like, this is my work Habitica and this is my personal Habitica? I mean, sure. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't, I don't know why they just gave me like our new random screen name, but I have a new random screen name and I'm ready to go. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And it's hooked up to the same email. This is what I uh, was very curious about. I was like, I don't understand. Where are you sending this? This is weird. So weird. Right. Right. So anyway, moving on. Habitica, we put in our tasks of things that we want to do. There's the dailies, which you're supposed to do every day, no matter what. The habits, you can do multiple times a day. But the long-term ones turn bright red. And if you do them, they're like a hundred points because boy, you should have done them a long time ago. And I have two I did not complete this week. I'm embarrassed to even say they are Eric and Johnny's birth story. So they're like how I, so it goes back to the birth sampler. It's fine. My two-year-olds and four-year-olds. So I started again, like going and starting a story. I was like, we went into the hospital. We did this. We did this. Like the nurses, I'm halfway through each one. I just want to print out and put in their book. Other thing on my list was do Eric's book. I have the pictures. I have the book. I just need to glue and put like a jot a few notes. I have like the calendar list notes. No, that did not get done. Yeah. So I did actually complete all my laundry. Oh, so did we. And it was like eight loads. Yeah. Yeah. But I also had a lot of clothes that were, you know, the piles where they were folded at one point, but then instead of putting them away, you like just put them somewhere. So then each time you went to get dressed, they got more and more in disarray yeah that was my week yep yeah so i had put (laughs) i'd I'd gathered the piles and i put them all on the guest bed because i knew my sister was coming and i knew this week was completion and i was like this is perfect completion i'm gonna get all these clothes put away no they just got moved off of the bed last night 
yeah. my sister to sleep there. I don't know that I can take credit for completing laundry. Alex was a kick-ass the last two days, just slamming through laundry and putting them away like a boss. And I was like, I don't. I got through two. Amazing. Yeah, I got through two like folding things before I had to wander off because someone asked for milk or I don't know, a booger up their nose, something. You you see how my life is around here. Well, I'll quickly go over some of the stuff I've completed. So I didn't get to the long-term project, but I did go through Pinterest and the Lisa Squared Pinterest board that we have together. Nice. And I took out the used CDs and use puffy paint and make like a meditative design on the back of them. So Jana had talked about rock painting and I was into that, but we have used CDs and both you and I love keeping crap and for future projects. And I've kept a lot of stupid CDs that I was like, well, let's do it today. And honestly, it took embarrassingly short time. I was just doing like lines and dots, kept it simple. And it was embarrassing. It took me only like 20 minutes. I was like, geez, why, why don't we do this more often? And now you can put it on the Christmas tree. And now I can put it on the Christmas tree. Although I will say I'm going to get better before I put them on the Christmas tree. Just a smidge. Probably just, a good idea. I could probably bring them to work and like tell people it was my child that did it. And then I wouldn't feel so bad. And then the other one, so you gave a, gave like three projects we should work on because they were less than 10 minutes each. And one was a little mushroom to make out of clay and a stick and make like a little mushroom for your like succulent garden. So if you had a planter and dirt in it, you make a little mushroom to put it. It makes it like look so much cuter. It does only take 10 minutes. And yet it probably took me like a half an hour to like find a twig, find (laughs) one that was dry enough and then measure it with the little thing. And then I was using stupid paint instead of acrylic paint. So then I switched and then I put dots on and it's drying as we speak. I just need to glue the twig back in it. And so just bake some clay. I did the red with the white dots, a very traditional looking mushroom. Yes. And a note, listeners, if you're trying to make something with clay that you want to put in a plant pot, Get the one that you have to bake. Oh, yeah. Because if you get the one that you don't have to bake, it is not waterproof. And it will melt (laughs) into your plants. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. So I was using polymer clay, specifically the Sculpey. And then I baked it for 30 minutes at 265 degrees in a regular toaster oven. I was trying to complete one scene from Tomatillo Gardenia my sexy love book about the Olive Garden-esque restaurant. And this week, I completed it just this week, doing 200 words per day. I got the club scene where she is at the Hoolies is the name of the club. It's kind of like bar club slash dive bar. And she's hooking up with the sexy guy. And it is some dry humping dancing in the corner that's happening in the scene. Oh, nice. I know. I know. One of the lines is, I didn't know we could get off this way with so many clothes on, stinking of garlic. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And then Crafty Project, I'd already kind of said some of those. And so I combined those. And then reading through one magazine. So this was... The goal to read through one bust magazine, a magazine that we've been receiving for years. And you and I both hoard the magazines. Like I 
I think I've only thrown away like five and that's because I've ripped through them and like used them to pieces. So I will not, well, up to now, I think I'm going (laughs) to start ripping them up and using them for like art projects. But up till now, I like would not rip anything out of them, would not cut anything out of them. At one point, I thought about doubling my subscription so that I could have one pristine copy and one that I pulled stuff out of. I'm like, go- why? What? What is my psychological issue? You know, sometimes I think Slajana makes fun of me too hard for my hoarding tendencies. And then a conversation like this happens and I'm like, mm-hmm, this is a magazine. We are enablers of each other, Lisa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... The only time I actually did buy two copies was when they had Elijah Wood on the cover. Yeah, he's your go-to boy boy. He is my favorite. But so he was on the Men We Love issue, which they always do one Men We Love issue. It was Flight of the Concords on one side and then Elijah Wood on the other side. I was like, could this magazine be more perfect? Oh my God. I remember that one because it's upstairs in my collection. (laughs) But... So the address label was on the Elijah Wood one. <gasps> Rude. Yeah. So I went to the store and bought one and it's still in a frame in my den. Oh, see, that's beautiful. Well, so you like that was like an actual purpose thing. Exactly. Yeah. But I do have way too many years of bust magazines. Yeah. Not all should be held on to and they make some great scrapbooky material. Yep. They do because they have really cool, like they have really cool, like ads, and then they have like these cool, like ads for these funky T-shirts. So then, like those are like perfect little things. And I've always been like, oh my gosh, I should cut these out and make magnets out of these because I don't have enough magnets, obviously. Right. And then here we sit talking about projects and ideas. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, and then I could like do it on the magnet, but then I could learn how to do like the resin oh and my put God. resin over top of it. And then it would be even cooler magnets, but I do not have any supplies for doing the resin and I do not actually know how to do it. So my mom's working on that right now. I'm going to say that that along with crochet and knitting are going to be the things I don't dabble in. I'll dabble in most other things, but not that one. Yeah. One last one. I tried to complete a workout that did not get done. I started this morning. I cho- I was bold. I knew I was already pushing it. It was almost getting close to 637. And I chose to put on a 40 minute DVD. One of my favorites, Turbo Jam with Shalene Johnson. I was slow rolling into like my harder workouts. Got 15 minutes in and then one of the boys woke up. So I had to call it quits. So... I'm going, I'm going to still try and attempt tomorrow and I'm still doing National Ryan Novel Month just with 200 words a day, not 1600. So honestly, completion was a solid word. I would give myself a A plus because I finished like two projects at least. Excellent. So I give myself an A plus for picking the word. <laughs> Even though my execution was not. I like the subcategory. Yeah. The picking of the word supersedes that. So A plus for me. And I have so many other things I want to talk to you about. You're one of my, you're like one of my favorite people ever in the world. And so I would like to ask you to come back and have another ladies of leisure and we'll discuss another word of the week in the future. And we can pick another word. This time you get to pick the word. Okay. I'll pick the next word. 
I definitely have to do it because I won't get any points for having picked it. That's true. Yeah, you won't even get like sidebar points and it won't be your first go around. So you won't, you will know how hard it is or not hard. So yeah. Exactly. Like no excuses. Well, because you recently binged all the episodes, you know how we end every single episode. Would you like to join me? Sure. LOL. LOL.